Breedlin. This is the fourth of seven stories from Wendy Robertson's new collection, Siblings, narrated by Andover. 19th of October, 1922. Prime Minister David Lloyd George resigns as his wartime coalition breaks up. My third sister's real name is Breedlin, which means the helpful one. Some folks call her Bree, but I call her Brid. Some folks think her name is short for Bridget, which is an Irish name, but that's not right in this family. The only countries that we come from are Wales and Scotland. But I do like to use her real name sometimes. Breedlin. It has a lovely sound. Mam calls her Breedlin too, now and then, but only when for some reason she's mad at her. But that's unusual, because Brid is quiet, really good, and helpful in all kinds of practical ways, and she has the kindest, gentlest smile. Brid is shorter and squarer than our Adairin, although she shares our sister's white skin and black hair. She's not pretty, but her face is as open and appealing as a flower, and she's just as quiet as our Dee is noisy. She turns out to be even more of a helpful one when our Adairin eventually has a baby, gets married and goes off to live in a nearby village. And so it is Brid's turn to become our mam's right-hand woman in Wharfdale Street. There is a big difference, but... Our Brid is not the baker our Adairin is. So Adairin returns to Wharfdale Street on a Wednesday to bake cakes and a Saturday to bake pies. But our Brid is better than all of us at making things. She uses her pennies to buy discarded clothes at the chapel jumble sales and cuts and converts dresses into skirts and blouses for our Erin and me and even shirts and short trousers for our Evan. She does a cutting out on the big kitchen table where Adairin weaves her cake magic and sits at the singer-sewn machine working through into the night, her feet beating a grinding rhythm as she pumps the treadle like mad. As well as this, she unravels discarded jumpers from the jumble sails and winds the crinkled wool into skeins between her elbow and her thumb, then washes the skeins and hangs them on the line in the yard. Of course, she can't do this on wash day. Our Brid never uses patterns for the jumpers or the clothes. The patterns she uses must be in her head. The jumpers always fit and are a wonder of elaborate stitches. My favourite is the fine purple and green one that I still keep in a box under my bed with my books. There will come a time when Brid crochets her granddaughter's wedding dress in two-ply wool. The bride will choose a modern lace concoction and the crocheted dress will never be worn and will remain sealed for many years in a suitcase on top of Brid's wardrobe. Like I say, our Breedlin is a quiet person. She doesn't row with our mam like Dee. In fact, she's something of a ghost-like presence in the house. But she has this friend, a girl called Clary, whose brothers came up from Cornwall to work in the mines and harvest our coal. There are two of them, Christopher and Paul. 
They have this allotment where they grow great prize-winning leeks, and in the season, Brid and her friend Clary help them with their harvest. Brid brings back potatoes and carrots, as well as leeks, to Wharfdale Street. In time, our Brid gets on really well with Christopher, the big noisy brother, who is a hewer in the pit. We know from Bram that the hewers are the princes of the working men in the pit. Brid says, Christopher has told her that Cornwall is its own country, like Scotland and Wales. His brother Paul can sing songs in their own language. In time, Brid will have to go off to Scarborough to work at a place, which is a big house on the promenade. One Saturday, though, Christopher will travel on the train and the bus to bring her back home. He turns up in Scarborough and drags her off the beach where she goes for a Saturday walk with the housekeeper of the place. Eventually, Christopher will marry our Brid, and after that we don't see much of her. Christopher rules her life. He makes sure he fills her world. These Cornishmen are all engulfing, like the forward movement of the River Weir as it flows towards the sea. Our family will shrink, and there will be less work for those remaining in the house in Wharfdale Street. In the end, everybody leaves, even me, when I go off to the nurse's school in Harrogate. But that's another story. 23rd of January, 1924. Ramsay MacDonald becomes the first Labour Prime Minister. You have been listening to Breedlin, the fourth of seven stories from Wendy Robertson's new collection, Siblings, narrated by Andover and brought to you by Damselfly Books.